1: We are joined now by the NFL Network's shiningest light, the lovely, the talented, the elegant, Rich Eisen. Hello, my son.
2: What a uh, what an introduction, Ray. Um, and it's filled with um, um, a lot of syllables and uh, adjectives, and I appreciate them all.
1: I tried to give you as many vowels as I could manage.
2: I love it. I don't like buying them, so I appreciate taking them. Thank you.
1: So. Let's start with the most compelling news story. Um, St. Louis Battlehawks playing tonight. Who you got?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going with Aaron Rodgers' yurt.
1: His Oregon yurt. Oh, we'll get to Where that. But I want to. I want to lead with the story that people are literally riveted by. What is that again? I want to go with the story that people are riveted by, or riveted to. And that is. Oh, the XFL. Okay. Surely you must you oh, yeah. must have an analysis for tonight's game. Uh
2: my my only analysis that I've uh, I've seen of the XFL is uh, I like that they're they let you hear completely what they're talking about with the review. Um and I like that they got rid of that awful rule that the NFL refuses to quit um fumbling through the end zone uh, gives the ball to the defense as opposed to in the XFL the offense gets it at the spot of the fumble. You didn't think I would really Break down XFL nuance? Did you?
1: Right. I'll be honest with you. I'm disappointed. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. Let's that let's go to the secondary story. Aaron Rodgers. That is uh, performative. Um, informative. No. Or no. just
2: noise. Uh, I I I think he's truly um someone who um believes in um clearing his mind or um absolutely believes what uh he is doing is uh helpful to his um state of mind and i i more power to him uh, there's so many people who do that i don't know many of them but um and he wants to share that this is what he does to get his mind ready great um you know and, and it's not like it, it, everybody needs to remember Brett Favre and what he did with the Packers. This is nothing compared to what, I know Favre didn't go on a show every week to speak his mind on topics outside of football also. And Favre didn't say, I'm going into some, you know, uh, darkness, hut. you know, what, what is it? Uh, a sky cave Whatever it's called in Oregon. dark room. And I know it comes across, right, and I know it comes across as um, as a, a little bit out there, but it, it ain't far. Um, Years telling the Packers, I don't know, I don't know. One year he told you know he told the night of the final game, I'm coming back. Another time he made it, you know. He, he, he had a whole 45-minute chat with Mike Sherman, keeping the media waiting, and then came out and said, I don't know, and then one year he said, I'm out, and then after they turned to Rodgers, he says, I'm in. I'm coming back, and they're like, no, we're, you, you're out. And come on, like, this is not that. This is not that at all. I mean, it's still February 23rd. The combine is next week. The Packers, you know, uh, new league year doesn't really begin until... Uh, May 15th so there's time let him clear his head let him figure it out and in the meantime we're all waiting and wondering what is what his options uh we know what his options are which one he's going to choose
0: well, and and Rich, I mean, I'm just of the mindset. You you see him on the Pat McAfee show, and I, I'm telling you, the smile that he has during that show, when he, he just looks happier doing that than anything else that I've seen him do on a football field and for the last couple of years at least. When you talk about the options that Aaron Rodgers has, if you were a betting man, if you are a betting man, and even if you aren't, where do you think he ends up? Staying put. Hmm. Uh, I think he stays put.
2: I think yeah. he stays in the spot where you know he can finish and have uh, finish his career with just the uh, one team, um, and um, doesn't have to go somewhere else, learn a new way to work, a new system, um, where he's uh, loved by most fans, and um, and he stays put, and he, and, and it's all. Well and good where it's finished up Very strong um, That's where I would think I, I mean his other options Are to go to the AFC I mean the Green Bay Packers aren't going to send him To the NFC um, to, You know somewhere else In the NFC um, Although he does have Options to Force his hand to wherever he wants to go I can't imagine he'll be able to force his hand To San Francisco or Something like that but it's a crazy-ass league where, where, where I didn't see Devontae Adams getting traded last year and Roger Stan. I didn't see Tyree Kill going. I mean, last, last March was off the charts in terms of unpredictability, but um, I, I think he stays put.
1: You aptly put it as a crazy-ass league, but let me ask the second question in the quarterback festival, but let me ask it in reverse order. While Derek Carr is clearly leaving the Raiders, what do the Raiders do about that? Not about whether he goes or not, that that's already been done, but who do they replace him with? I mean, who's going to get Devontae Adams the ball and who's going to hand it to Josh Jacobs? Where are they?
2: Um, I don't know. I, I, I think that's the place where Jimmy Garoppolo wants to come, but. System inside now. That's the guy who I think McDaniel's trusts. That's the guy who, as we all know, the the uh, Patriots are grooming to replace Brady. That's the guy who um, is still young enough to give him two, three years while they potentially, you know, draft Will Levis. You're hearing that out of Kentucky as a rumor, seventh overall. I I I I proper to think that that's. Uh, that's where he winds up. And because um, I, I mean, I, I don't know if, uh, again, I don't know if McDaniels and, and Rogers um, are, are a mix. Uh, you know, you hear how McDaniels likes to do things his own way, his own Patriot 2.0 way, and Derek Carr certainly didn't fit in there. And, um, and I don't know if Rogers is what McDaniels wants to have, certainly when he can have a drafted player of his own and uh, a guy of his own to uh, to let the player be drafts marinate who can actually win football games for him this coming year. Um,
1: I guess we're going to have to do this at some point, so I may as well just do it now. The 49ers have a quarterback who probably won't be ready for opening night, They have another one who missed all of last year with an injury. Is there a conceivable scenario in your mind where Kyle Shanahan has Brock Purdy, he has Trey Lance, but goes out and gets a more reliable third guy in case the worst-case scenario happens again?
2: Uh, Yeah. I, I mean, last year's Niners quarterback... Room and scenario is the wildest I can recall in my 20 years of doing um, this NFL Network thing. I mean, where Garoppolo basically says goodbye at the NFC Championship game and to the media, and then says I'm getting surgery, which on the spot makes him untradeable. So he's still around. Is Lance clearly gets the gig because of the draft capital the Niners utilized to go get him. Um, camp starts, and Garoppolo, isn't even on the depth chart, he's, he's basically there as, you know, uh, a hood ornament. They don't even give him a playbook. Then they realize, well, going in to camp with this kid they picked last in the draft, despite how good he does look, they can't really have him backing up Trey Lance, so they convince Garoppolo to stay. He does. Lance starts. Game two, he's out on a cart. Garoppolo then takes them on the same path that he took them the year before. Then he goes out on a cart. Then comes the kid that they didn't even want to trust um, to have back up Lance because that's why they chose Garoppolo and that kid damn near wins rookie of the year and then gets hurt in the NFC championship game. I mean, it's wild. So I can't sit here and say there are no scenarios that work. That's a very long-winded way of saying I think it's Lance's job. Let's see when Purdy does go under the knife for his elbow to see if he does have an opportunity to make training camp and make a competition out of it. I mean, I had Trey Lance on my show at the Super Bowl, and he said he invited the uh, the competition. He said he didn't want anything handed to him. I think that uh, got a lot of a Forty Niners fans' attention of of appreciative uh, appreciative attention. So uh, I think it's Lance's job, and I think Curdy's going to be around there. But if his elbow's not good enough, then let's see who's still out there that that would take the job.
1: Do the war? Do the Forty Niners have enough depth at Cart? At what? At Cart? Since they um, used it so often this year.
2: But you got your boots on the ground there. I think you'd probably be more familiar with that. Um, they they used a lot of cards last year. You know, most cards in the uh, division. Uh, DK Metcalf was second, I think, in the division using a card, but for a different reason.
0: <laughs> Rich, uh, I am curious. You alluded to Trey Lance being on your show, and as you can imagine, it was huge here in the Bay Area, and obviously all the Niner fans out here and all across across the nation and the world watched it, what were your initial thoughts on Trey Lance? You spoke about how he wants to compete, but what did you think about Trey Lance and the way he carries himself? So much is said about the QB1 position. What were your thoughts on Trey Lance after meeting with him?
2: Delightful. Uh, I mean, delightful. And also in a better mindset than when I had him on the Super Bowl week last year. He zoomed in to the show actually as opposed to show up in person and you know he was still kind of what appeared to be shell-shocked by his rookie season going the way it did this time around he struck me as much more sure of himself much more what uh, you know lighthearted and and when he said you know i don't want anything handed to me because let's be honest the guys the guys play i I forgot that number. I had it, you know, on my fingertips when I was interviewing him. Guys played only in what, like eighteen games in the last three calendar years, yeah. college and professional. Mm-hmm. So he's still completely untested, very raw, and for him to say I'll compete uh, is awesome. And let's be honest; I mean, you want to talk about a, a league with the upside uh, at the quarterback position. There there aren't many that, that can just drop back and throw and that's that's all they do. I mean, Lance in the Shanahan system, the haunted Shanahan system, I think would be uh, explosive and very difficult, very difficult to defend. And we just saw, you know, the Eagles take somebody extremely difficult to defend to the Super Bowl and almost to the podium. So uh, I still think the upside for him is uh, tremendous, and I just really liked seeing him in person and and uh, and kind of he was very playful. He seemed really chill. I was very pleased to see that.
1: Are you among the school of thinkers who believe that the number of quarterbacks who could run Kyle Shanahan? Kyle Shanahan's system is remarkably numerous, or do you think there are skills that he requires from his quarterback that make it almost harder to fill?
2: Uh, I, an interesting question. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really one of those all-22 types, but, you know, um, Birdie certainly looked real comfortable in it, didn't he? I mean, he was oh, amazing. Yeah. And 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 when he would come to work, you know, with his book bag, it literally looked like he was going to uh, home ec class. You know, <laughs> uh, he, he was unbelievable. So uh, I guess it's one of those quarterback-friendly systems where you don't have to run the football as a quarterback. Matt Ryan wanted an MVP in in, in the system that he was running, um, and you know, Garoppolo really wasn't much of a threat to run either. So um, uh, yeah, I guess many quarterbacks can can really succeed at it
0: for sure. So if you took a step back, Rich, just looking at the Niners as a whole, and obviously you try to win when you have these guys on a rookie deal. How do you how do you view the Niners window? Because the Niners they've been in this spot where they are an extremely Talented team, Super Bowl-ready roster. We keep hearing about this, but they haven't won the big one. What do you think in terms of their window? You have teams that just come out of nowhere, like the Eagles with the Jalen Hurts, and now you got to worry about them. The Cowboys aren't going anywhere, even though people like to joke about the Cowboys. If you're Kyle Shanahan, if you're the Niner fan base, you got to get one of these soon, no?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, but they're... I, I mean... It does appear that they're set at so many positions. Um, Lynch is terrific at the job. I think he and Shanahan work really well together. Jed York is thrilled with them. And if there's any, you know, coach, quarter GM combination that could survive trading multiple first-round picks to move up to take a quarterback who hardly plays a game for him, um, it's these two, as they've made, you know, NFC Championship games, plural, in three of the four you know four years, uh, last four years, and they're just trying find so many talented players. I love Fred Warner, Funga, You know their their defensive line is beyond stout. They have the defensive player of the year on it. Debo Samuel is transformative. Kittle is one of my favorite players I've covered and gotten to meet and know in the 20 years with the NFL. I, I, you know, McCaffrey's now there. I think the window's open for for a nice long time. They're young and they they're physical. Nobody wants to really play them. And the question is, is what what happens when push comes to shove? You know, and in the last two NFC Championship games, you know, push came to shove, and and they got. They got pushed around, and I I know, you know, every Niner I spoke to that week, you know, from Lance to Debo to, you know, Kittle not so much, but they really thought that what happened to Purdy getting knocked out ruined their chances, and, and thus it really wasn't a fair fight. But the reason why Purdy got knocked out is because the Eagles dominated, eviscerated the line. I mean, that's the fact. So Purdy doesn't get knocked out. As a matter of fact, if he has an extra beat, Ayuk was open on the play in which he hurt his his, his uh, elbow. Yep. So, so they they're 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 right there, and 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 if circumstances are different on two championship Sundays, maybe they get one of these Super Bowls. But hey, man, you know they don't have another one in the case. I get it, but. Outside of the Chiefs, who has been more consistently returning to Super Bowl form, and and I, I there, there's no other team other than the Niners that you look at right now. Um, the Packers, you know, at years, Rodgers winning, you know, what he referred to on Pat's show as his COVID MVP years, which I don't know what me what that means, but you know, they didn't they didn't get there. The Niners did and that you know does count for something it should because so many other teams like at the cowboys who haven't made one since 1995 so um, i know it's frustrating that there's not another one but uh, i i would say what don't you think they're one of the three teams that can that'll enter next year eagles them and whoever else might improve their hands the rams getting healthy i don't know uh, who would you choose in the NFC next year going in? And I'd I, I, you know, i be hard-pressed to choose someone other than the Niners.
1: Um, and finally, before we let you go, and you've been kind to give us as much time as you did, have you reached a level of importance at the NFL Network after all these years where you can make an intern run your 40 for you at the Combine? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't intend to try that just yet. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not running at the combine this year. It's going to be my third year of not running there. And the reason why it was, it was kind of forced COVID is, you know, canceled the, the combine one year. Yeah. And then the, the next year, what we wound up doing is, um, because it was impossible to get, um, people to run the 40, um, with me at the combine. Um, we, we did it, it at SoFi Stadium in an empty stadium and brought uh, a bunch of NFL legends and hooked them up with some deep-pocketed philanthrop- uh, philanthropists who ran with them, and we raised a ton of money for St. Hugh Children's Research Hospital, and a light bulb went over my head saying, if I continue to do this and raise as much money doing it that way, and that is also a way to transition. I'm a 53-year-old man, Ray. I don't I don't know how many people want to watch me run at some point, you know? So um, I think I might have already reached that shark jumping point anyway. But um, so I'm going to do it in the Rose Bowl again this year. We're going to reach out to the Legends community again and the NFL uh, community of philanthropists again the play 60 community and, you know, celebrate the health of children with me running, but some other people running as well at the Rose Bowl. Um, and then maybe I transition that from now on. But I think my days of running at the combine are over.
1: That's a level of cowardice that disappoints us all. <laughs> yeah, I'm still
2: running. I'm still going to do it. But I'm, I, I have to think long term. I don't want this thing to end just because, you know, I'm going to start running six fives because I'm getting up there. You know what I mean? Well, so, just
1: change your position uh, then. You know, stop pretending you're a your, running back. Starting line, long snapper i could i could do more things that's yeah. true. I, I could just take the wonder lick you know i could do that yeah well you could get now the intern to take, take sure that, that for you that now you're talking i know how now to delegate can. now
2: you're talking but that may be against the law i don't know,
1: you know? yeah who's going to prosecute
2: <laughs> i don't know yeah you never know yeah.
1: Anyway, listen. Thanks yeah. again for your time. You were swell as always. Um, you got it. Enjoy the combine in whatever form it takes for you, and uh, we will oh, talk no, to you it's soon.
2: It's going to be it's going to be the form. I mean, for uh, for four nights starting Thursday, uh, they switched it up. The defensive linemen are going first on Thursday night on NFL Network, and then the the defensive backs, and then. I do believe the quarter—it's the quarterbacks on Saturday, so that'll be the big one, and then Sunday will be our last day for four long days of free cone drills. And
1: the assistant general managers go on Sunday.
2: That'll be it. I look forward to it.
1: Rich Eisen, we looked forward to this. It was grand as always. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy the enjoy the combine, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks again.
3: Take care, gents. All right. Adios.